2: And welcome back, everyone. This is The Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send us an email, exxon at TV.com, Our social media sites, one address, exxon Radio TV, and our main website at TV.com. My guest this hour is a professional psychic, teacher, author, clearing expert, and exorcist. His name is Jeffrey Salman, and uh, Jeffrey is in Las Vegas, Nevada. He was born on St. Michael's Day, um, and as I said, he's an internationally recognized professional psychic, teacher, author, clearing expert, and exorcist specializing in this clearing of individuals. Of uh, their homes, businesses, and psychic protection. Jeffrey is also an expert on hauntings and homes and businesses. He has psychic ability. Um, let's see. He says there's good ghosts, spirit guides. He uh, can. He's going to be talking to us about curses, demonic possession, evil spirits, and a lot more this hour here in the X Zone. His website is www.starclear.com, and Jeffrey Seelman, welcome to the X Zone.
3: Thank you for having me on the show, Rob. Great to be here. It's
2: a great pleasure, Jeffrey. Uh, you and I were chatting before we went on air, and uh, you've got a great city there, Las Vegas. I always felt very, you know, very... The people are very friendly. They're very friendly. and uh, They are, and it never uh, seems to close. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's always it's like mm-hmm. open all the time. Love that about the city. Just truly love it. Jeffrey, what was it that started you on your on your quest to being a professional psychic teacher, author, clearing expert, and exorcist? a
3: Couple of really strange things. Uh, I have always had psychic ability, and what that meant to me was when I was growing up, uh, going through elementary or grade school, I was able Mm -hmm. to see uh, some luminescent, uh, humanoid-looking people in my classroom that were paying attention to my classmates. I thought everybody could see this, Rob, and I was wrong. And so uh, when I was four years old, I had visitations. Mm -hmm. One night I woke up and there were two very strange uh, alien-looking beings, Uh, maybe not classic aliens, but definitely not from around here, and they were in my room. And uh, I shot up out of bed and, and got out of there. Uh, my parents had me tested in the mid 1960s. I'm 55 now. Yeah. Uh, for uh, ESP like, they called it something different, than I think, but um, so issues like that, some things I was uh, having. And, uh, you know, there, it, just one after another, one thing happened after another. I went into the Air Force after high school. And when I got out, I started studying metaphysical concepts such as spirit communication. Uh, ancient religions, uh, the difference between good and evil, and I was doing this in my twenties uh, on my spare time. So I was working full time for a cable company and an in- internet company, and also doing this uh, at night right. before I even started my work, my professional work. So the the so you were seeing ghosts in school from the very beginning, wow. and I thought everybody else could. It seemed that some of them were friendly Mm -hmm. and some of them were not. Each one that I saw seemed to be wearing some different kind of clothing from different eras. It was not one particular fashion mode and also that I could see through them Mm -hmm. which was not true of my classmates. I did bring this to the attention of my classmates and my teachers, my parents, uh, all to bad effect.
2: It's, it's too bad that society back then didn't recognize the possibility of the other dimensions about the, the abilities and gifts that some people do have. And I I believe, I believe, Jeffrey, that in today's world, based on the internet, the information that is accessible to people, the, the radio shows, TV shows, and you yourself have been on a number of shows, that this has opened up the closet, if you'll excuse the analogy. In the public's perception that there is more to life, there is more to reality than we can even just scratch the surface in understanding.
3: Yeah, I'd like to say there are very few deathbed atheists, and Mm. of course there's just a percentage of that. But essentially, everybody everybody wants to live forever. The idea is very intriguing and so uh, the concept of spirits uh, and life after death is almost universal in every religion and I think that's one of the things that really attract people the idea that hey I don't wanna just live 60 or 80 or 90 years I want to continue on but there's very little information out there that is useful and practical to let people know exactly what's going to happen to them what they can expect uh, so lots of good practitioners, but there's not a lot of informational sources unless somebody looks for it.
2: Jeffrey, stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. exon Nation, Jeffrey Sealman is our special guest this hour. Jeffrey just finished his new book entitled Power Protection. He's currently working on his second book, Life of an Exorcist, which will uh, be due out in the fall of this year. We'll be back on the other side with our guest this hour, Jeffrey Sealman. His website is www starclear.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this two-minute break. Don't go away. Welcome back. Jeffrey Sealman, is my special guest this hour, ExoNation. Before we went to the commercial break, I was telling you that uh, Jeffrey has written uh, a book entitled Power Protection. And he has uh, another book that was due out this fall entitled Life of an Exorcist. But Jeffrey, you were telling me during the break that both books are available. And what I want you to tell the listeners is that Power Protection is actually an audio book. It's also a
3: workbook. It's true. Um, I felt now m- many um, uh, uh, people involved in the book industry uh, wanted me to write a book in writing and then edit it. And I was not real happy with that because I felt that mm-hmm. um, I was probably the best guy to uh, make sure that every single word got in there. And so I decided to do this audiobook in 2013. In Chicago, and it's called Power Protection. It is a workbook, Rob. It's all about how to protect yourself and your family and your business from negative emotional energies, which everybody generates yeah. as well as positive, and also negative spirits. So it's more of a workbook, and that's the first book I wanted to put out. This year, I wrote a book uh, while here living in Las Vegas uh, called Life of an Exorcist, and that goes much deeper into the how and why I decided uh, to uh, become a clearing expert and a teacher uh, and an exorcist, which is something people ask me all the time, would you recommend that? And I'm like, well, maybe not. It's kind of dangerous. You have to know what you're doing. But those two books are available uh, on my website. Power Protection is available at Amazon.com and also iTunes. And Audible.com and Life of an Exorcist will be available later in October 2014 uh, at Amazon.com and iTunes uh, and Audible.com. Super. Let me ask you, how and why did you become
2: an exorcist? Uh,
3: It's a good question, Rob. During the 1980s, when I was studying a lot of spirit communication and the differences between good and evil... Um, I was fortunate not to have um, a religious upbringing. So my parents were very neutral and very dry about the whole thing. And they really just were not interested either way. They were very good people, but not interested. And I seemed to uh, sort of be a natural. I ran into a group of people uh, in the Midwest of the United States uh, that needed some help and they w- asked me if I would simply go in there mm-hmm. and and try to get rid of something they felt was very bad in their apartment and I did that and I succeeded right away after all these people had failed and then uh, the next person actually from the same group had a problem. She was a professional psychic and I think a lot of things had wandered in during a lot of her readings and she'd asked me to actually clear her place, her home, And I did that, and she felt a lot better, and so did her clients. And so it started from there, and that was 1992, and I started to work my way up and doing more and more, mostly exorcisms, and then some national television uh, here in the United States, and lots of radio shows and articles.
2: Now, how can a person listening tonight, no matter where they are, how can they know if their house is possessed and that they actually need the services
3: of an exorcist it's a good question uh if you feel uncomfortable we all have psychic ability Mm -hmm. we all have intuition so if a person feels uncomfortable in their home say they just moved into their new living environment or they've been there for a while and they feel uncomfortable and they feel like they're not alone And it's been going on long enough. Maybe the dogs are barking at something unseen. Maybe the children are crying and complaining about things that don't really seem real natural, like somebody in the room. Mm -hmm. Uh, It may be that they have uh, visitors to their living environment. Usually when people feel uncomfortable, Rob, that means that uh, it's probably something frivolous or negative, meaning a frivolous or negative spirit. If it's something positive, people get the warm fuzzies. Mm -hmm. And if it's grandmother or something, and they get really good feelings, and then they don't need me. But if they feel uncomfortable, and it goes on long enough, or start to feel that their emotions have been amplified in some strange way, getting too angry at their significant other, or something like that, there might be something in the home. And there's a lot of spirits out there, because there's a lot of people who are have passed on. Well, let me
2: ask you this, and and this is something that that I'm, I have a hard time putting my head around because you said there's a lot of people spirits that are out there, and then when I talk to other people, they tell me uh, they they try to convince me about reincarnation. So if there are so many spirits that are on this side, does that mean reincarnation I- isn't real?
3: It is. Uh, now I believe that everything I. say is is from my perspective Mm -hmm. uh but i have certainly uh had uh a good many past life memories that seem to be instigated by my spirit guides Ah, meaning that i was studying in a library i was sitting up i was watching an action movie on television Mm -hmm. not thinking about metaphysical anything and all of a sudden it was like i was somewhere else and i was absolutely certain looking at this person uh, in these different episodes, that this was me in a different lifetime. And so uh, people die, I think they go to the other side and they learn things, especially about what they did right and what they've done wrong and how they can improve themselves. And then when the timing is right, usually their choice, uh, we all come back down and uh, live another life or many lives um, sometimes these lives are difficult, as we know, mm-hmm. um, but we always learn something, and I think most people are under the impression that essentially we, we come back down immediately, and that sounds like a really bad nightmare. We don't yeah. get a break or anything, but the reality is, I think, is that we uh, take plenty of time, even though there really is no such thing as time on the other side, we take uh, uh, some time to essentially look at our lives and study what we have done so that we learn something about you know, what, you know, our character defects, what we did wrong, what we could have done better. So how, do you, how would you perform an
2: exorcism, and, and have you done any exorcisms on demonic entities like we've seen in The Conjuring or in The, uh, the Exorcist, where there's coldness, there's actually a demonic presence?
3: Rob, I studied uh, that stuff for 10 years and then went right into it. And I actually only did uh, exorcisms on uh, demonic spirits, which essentially are the counterpart of angels for the first 15 years of my business. So uh, 1992 on, I was only handling the really hard problems. And to this day... The psychics around Canada, United States, and other countries around the world usually send me people who or houses or homes that are really, really having problems. Uh, And so it's kind of what I do. I've had a lot of training uh, that has come to me from my spirit guides, and that can come in whole blocks at once, information coming uh, at me, almost like a download. And that's, I explain, I go into a lot of that in my book. Uh, It takes quite a while but to explain, but many things have happened to me where it's pretty clear that I have higher teachers that are very powerful, and when they want me to listen to how to do better exorcisms and clearings, clearings meaning uh, clearing out negative emotional energy, which are straight energies and not spirits from people's homes and environments. So... Uh, I, I'm good at handling the hard stuff.
2: I'm always leery about people who go to antique sales or they go to estate sales. That when they buy something, they could actually bring something into their house. And, and how would you deal with this if somebody, let's say, bought a a chest that that for some reason a negative entity or spirit has attached itself to this negative chest, this chest, and and this person brings the chest home, and all of a sudden. All hell breaks loose in their house.
3: Exactly, it happens quite often. It does, like. right on. Yes, absolutely. And uh, spirits are not trapped uh, inside of these uh, cases or trunks or anything, but they do become attached to them, and then they become attached to the families or people who are living in their environments. Mm. And I'll tell you that even though there was not a demonic spirit involved in this particular case, or a couple strong cases I had. The hardest houses I've had to clear, sometimes even worse than demonic spirits that are in in a home, are antique dealers that have houses that are filled with objects that have been in other people's homes Mm -hmm. and lives and very often very precious to them. So they were holding them a lot and putting their energy into it uh, for, you know, 100 years or 200 years or more. And if the whole house is filled with this stuff. Right down to every square inch on the table, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of clearing to do to really get the uh, negative emotional energy out of these objects. And I only get the negative stuff out, never the positive stuff. The positive stuff I leave alone.
2: So how do you protect yourself from, from actually being absorbed by these negative or demonic entities?
3: I remember from past lives, also my own spirit guides and my own experiences, Rob, have all combined to uh, show me a way mm-hmm. to put up a multi layered defense system, which is really easy to learn and uh, a person can practice it within an hour, two hours, and it really works. You know, I've worked with thousands of people over the last uh, 22 or 23 years professionally. And nobody has ever said that the protection exercises that I teach uh, do not work. Mm -hmm. They're actually very scientific because I consider myself to be a scientific psychic, a practical psychic. I can explain everything that I do uh, to the 10th degree and exactly why and how these processes take place. And I do believe in spirits, but I also believe in science. So I have no uh, trouble with scientists who look at physical science, I look at non-physical science, and these two sciences work together.
2: All right. You and I are going to have to be taking our news break in a, in a minute from now, so please stand by. Exonation, our guest this hour, is Jeffrey Sealman. He is a psychic. He is an exorcist. He is a teacher. He is an author. He's a clearing expert. And he's also an author of power protection which is available on amazon.com it's an audio book and he's got another book coming out later on this month life of an exorcist now both these books are also available on his website at www.starclear.com and jeffrey and i will be back on the other side of this news break as we continue here in the x-zone from our broadcast center in hamilton ontario canada send me your emails your comments your suggestions Exon at exonradiotv.com. Jeffrey Sealman and I return on the other side of this news break. Don't go away. Jeffrey Sealman is our special guest this hour. Exonation, StarClear.com. Jeffrey, when you're dealing with an ec- when you're doing an exorcism that that uh, that uh, involves a demonic spirit or a e- demonic entity, how do you do it? How, do you use holy water? Do you use uh, special techniques uh, that are that are religious based? How do you do it?
3: Uh, Holy water, I can actually make myself, uh, although Catholic holy water is just as effective uh, in any kind of uh, essentially pushing of emotional energy um, out of a room uh, or living environment. It doesn't always get rid of the spirit, but it is one aspect, usually the first one in doing so. I learned a long time ago that actually there is a natural force which exists on the level that our spirit exists on which is a whole universe that we can actually channel and send through our auras uh, which is a natural defense for our bodies many people think the aura is just sort of uh, a bunch of pretty lights Mm -hmm. uh, showing us uh, something about our non-physical system but it it has a use just like every other part of our body and it acts as the first level of defense and what I do is uh, dealing with negative uh, demonic spirits which are the counterpart of angelic spirits as I mentioned before Mm -hmm. they're very powerful they're very old and they know what to do to be able to amplify angers and rages and make things happen even uh, on a telekinetic basis so essentially I use energies that I channel up through me and actually push negative emotional energies out of the living environment and also push negative spirits out of the environment Uh, and if necessary I work with uh, other angelic forces on the good side to actually um, help keep them out of that living environment or the area Whatever it uh, uh, happens to be um, for that family, you know, for that business, and businesses also get attacked. So, uh, whatever living environment, whatever space is being attacked mm-hmm. by a powerful spirit, there are uh, methods that I use, and it's different every time. It's never the same. But, it's, but one thing that is, is clear is that um, because I was always able to see negative emotional energies around me, which look like different colored right. uh, energies, uh, I know when it's gone. And that's how I knew a long time ago when it was gone. And my ability to see spirits, when I really turn it on, the third eye, ascent, the mind's eye is another way to say that, that actually pushing energy towards them that has a known effect of making their negative energies weaken and break up is something that demonic spirits do not want to tangle with. So it's not true that they're all powerful and we can't do anything about it. Uh, uh, Most of us, not everyone, but most of us uh, have the ability once taught Mm -hmm. to actually keep our own living environments clear of negative emotional energies from past occupants and also from present occupants, and also negative spirits. Uh, Most negative spirits are just negative people who are dead and continue to do negative things. Some of them are much more powerful, as I said, the counterpart of angels, and those are the demonic spirits, Rob.
2: How does a, a listener know who is a good psychic, who is a bad psychic, who is a good exorcist, who is a bad exorcist? How does the public gauge this?
3: I would check around uh, and see, uh, maybe go on the Internet and see who's handled legitimate cases. and
0: uh, uh, We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you.
1: Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
3: You'll find the answer, I think, and make sure that it's something you can afford. Uh, I would say that most good uh, exorcists that I meet or psychics that are willing to deal with negative energies and negative spirits, mm-hmm. try to charge people accordingly. Uh, I'm not talking about a tier system, but uh, there are times where I work for free, sure. and there are times where somebody has no money, uh, and um, around the world, as you know, a lot of people don't have a lot of money, yeah. and um, and so it depends on also how large the home or business might be as well, but one of the things that i'm known for and the media has constantly talked to me about over the last 22 years is why do you charge so little for doing what you do and the answer to that is is that uh, is very it was very important to me when i started this in nineteen ninety two professionally uh... after getting out of the air force uh... that i would uh, try to reach everybody i would try to uh... help everyone and not just people who were doing really really well financially I'm not uh, prejudiced against anyone or anything, including anybody's religion or political belief. StarClear is not about that, but I do try to make uh, allowances and make my prices fair so that everyone can afford them.
2: That's commendable, my friend. That's right. That truly is. what has been the most fascinating case you've worked on that you can share with us? I understand there's confidentiality with a lot of the clients you deal with, but is there any case that you can tell us about without breaking your 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 confidentiality with your client?
3: Uh, absolutely. Uh, there's is, there's is one uh, that my clients don't mind uh, that is since we're close to. Halloween, mm-hmm. special time of year. Um, but every day is Halloween at Star Clear. So I guess so. so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I was working on a farmhouse in the Midwest. And this was actually in Wisconsin at the time. And uh, it was a normal family. Uh, uh, and but it was strange because nobody would sleep on the second floor. And that's where all the bedrooms were. And this had been going on for years and years. And uh, so I I actually, a uh, ghost hunting group had called me and they wanted me to go up there with them and do an exorcism. And it turns out after calling uh, the people who owned the farmhouse, uh, which was an older couple with their extended family living there, that essentially uh, that the ghost hunting group had offended them and started talking in German or bad German accents and had really lost control. One of them had gone out screaming from the barn uh i was not impressed uh, and the people who owned the home didn't want this to happen again they were from germany oh, many goodness. many many years ago and were american citizens right. and were, you know these people had lost control on a metaphysical level i decided to go up there by myself and essentially i found by looking around uh, that uh, there had been some child murders on this uh, property that were actually, it was actually done in a second basement, which they didn't even go into an old, old basement from a long time ago. And uh, uh, it had, uh, there were some negative spirits who would visit this home because they considered it to be a shrine. The person never got caught, and there were bodies buried. Ooh. I we never really we decided not to bring it up to the police. It was a very large area the farm was on, but I cleared the home, I cleared both of the basements, and especially the, the bedrooms upstairs. People were go- sleeping like they'd have their family over to sleep, and people would wake up in the middle of the night with somebody on top of them. They'd oh, actually God's feel sake. a body or an arm wrapped around them and they'd get up and start screaming, and they'd never sleep in that particular room again. And that happened in every single room upstairs, and there were three bedrooms upstairs, Rob. And so I cleared all of that out and cleared the ground, which is the best I could really do, because this really did happen a long time ago, Uh, but the spirits were using it as sort of a power source, because it was so ugly and so negative, and, uh, you know, that's probably all i should go into about that it, it's the backgrounds pretty bad and anyways i cleared it and it never came back and it felt better uh... right away and they kept in touch and people went back upstairs so when they had you know christmas and different holidays uh, that uh, they were able to have people actually sleep upstairs and and live in the home again without fear, because they'd actually been staying downstairs and sleeping in the lower rooms, like the dining room and oh, wow. other rooms, for several years. Been going on for several years before they got a hold of someone like me.
2: You know, you were talking about this this uh, ghost hunting uh, organization that kind of one off the deep end. Do you find that a lot in today's society with all the people who just go onto the internet, they decide to become ghostbusters and they really don't know what the hell they're doing?
3: I do, I do. Actually, yeah. I wrote an essay uh, two years ago called The Difference Between Ghostbusters and Ghost Hunters, and I go into that uh, in my two latest books as well. Uh, the problem is, is that a lot of the ghost hunters who are really well-meaning Uh, really want proof and they want it fast. Mm. Uh, The problem is, is that none of this is physical, although sometimes telekinetic activity does occur, uh, but they'll say, pinch me, bite me, scratch me, uh, push me down the stairs, and too often this happens. And also, what they don't recognize is that uh, negative spirits uh, can also follow them home and attack their families. And demonic spirits or... You know, negative spirits with bad intentions Mm -hmm. can even attack children. Don't mean to scare anybody here, but it does happen. They don't, they're not known for having morals and ethics. And so the idea is people take a great chance when they're not protecting themselves and when they're going into a place, maybe an old prison or something bad where, you know, a, a very negative, violent event happens and say, look, if you're there, pinch me, scratch me and sometimes it happens and the problem is is that they don't necessarily just go away why would a negative spirit live in a prison or a prison cell they're quite able to move around where they want so it's very possible they might follow them home and I've worked with so many people where this has happened uh, where they have been followed home from their work and I've had to uh, get rid of them so it's very very dangerous and uh, I just don't really recommend it although Ghost hunters certainly are on the right track and and usually very Mm -hmm. well-meaning. But you can also, a person can also meet their spirit guides and talk to spirits on a sunny day in a beautiful park. How? Same thing. uh, When spirits come down to talk to us, our Mm -hmm. spirit guides, meaning people who might be watching over us, helping us with great great business ideas or intuitions or even warnings, would prefer good spirits rob would prefer to meet us in a sunny park than in a graveyard or an old prison or something because that they're very emotional when we die our emotional states stay with us so spirits are actually very emotional oh, not wow. weak or anything mm-hmm. but they they don't want to be in negative environments would prefer to be in a nice uh, comfortable environment including our home if it's protected our living room Some holy water, some sage, some frankincense, uh, some kind of prayer, whatever your religion is, uh, it's great. Um, It's it's a good place to talk to positive spirits, but going to places where really negative events happen, unless the building is being cleared by someone like me, uh, then they're more often likely just to get some kind of personal proof, uh, meaning being pinched or scratched or getting some kind of giant fear so they never come back into the building. And so what is really, of course, you know, gained by that? Mm-hmm. We think about that, you know, what is, there's really no proof, maybe there's some kind of blot on a picture or or something on a picture, but um, until we really have a device, which I think we will someday, that actually communicates directly with people on the other side, and you know that telecommunication companies are gonna get involved in that, so it'll be sure. like 10 cents per minute. Yeah. Uh, to talk to your grandmother, which is fine, just the way it's going to go. But I think the idea is that we have to be careful not to provoke spirits. So, geez, this is fascinating.
2: You know. So, what is your take on EVP?
3: Well, I've I've certainly heard a lot of it. You know, I've gone over and over people send me stuff all the mm-hmm. time, and I listen to it. Um, you know, sometimes in the background, it sounds like it might be something that is not coming from some television or radio signal. Yeah. But uh, the problem that I run into is that when you get feedback from objective sources, Rob, uh, you know, and I've, I've been there like at some of these ghost hunting events where not everybody is a ghost hunter and they listen to an EVP. Eventually very often people start laughing now and I don't mean that to be funny What I'm saying is that uh, because of so much interference They have to listen so hard. Mm -hmm. It's not so much like maybe if a person would use a Ouija board or some other clearer form of divination uh, Essentially to say yes, this is me. I can prove it Uh, I'm here. I can answer your questions is probably more effective uh, with the listeners and with at least the burden of proof uh, than EVPs. But I think the EVP people are on the right track because they're more likely to find a direct communication system where a Ouija board is more like a party line. Yeah.
2: See, I've got a theory that a lot of these EVPs are actually some sort of ESP from the people that are actually searching. For proof of the other side, using the EVPs, that it, it's picked up somehow, because everything is electromagnetic. We're electromagnetic, and and you know the the audio that is captured by the by the recording device in itself, whether it's digital or analog, is is electromagnetic.
3: I, I certainly think that ghost hunters uh, like myself and Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghostbusters and ghost hunters are all working for the same side, uh, so I treat uh, ghost hunters with respect. Yeah. and uh, I think the same usually goes, you know, for me being a ghostbuster. So the idea is that you know we're we're all trying to find the same thing, and, uh, and I, I know they will. EVP machines are one step closer to a direct telephone. I yeah. really believe that it may take some time. Uh, but certainly I think it'll, it'll go farther in the long run mm-hmm. uh, than uh, a Ouija board or a pendulum or something like that.
2: Stand by, Jeff. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exxon nation. Jeffrey Selman is our guest this hour. Uh, Selman is our special guest this hour. Very interesting gentleman. W- Great news. For a limited time, you can get one
1: month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new live. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for
2: details. www.starclear.com. That's www.starclear.com. And he's a professional psychic, teacher, author, cleaning, uh, clearing expert, and exorcist. He's got a couple of books that are available at his website. Once again, StarClear.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. back, everyone. Jeffrey Sealman is our special guest, StarClear.com. First of all, Jeffrey, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a great pleasure having you. Um, we've talked about so many things. I'm really interested to know if there's a difference between demonic entities and bad
3: spirits. There really are. are. Uh Demonic spirits essentially have been around, I believe in spiritual evolution, Mm -hmm. which means that uh, angels and demonic spirits, which are essentially about the same power level, have been through many, 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 many lives. Some continue to do things that are negative, Mm -hmm. and of course, angelic spirits do not. Uh, The more common spirit that we run into is what is known as a negative spirit. We know uh, that most people on the planet Earth are good and some are not. Most spirits are good and some are not. That means that there are an awful lot of negative spirits out there. And I believe that the personality and the mind actually come with us when we pass on. Essentially, the only thing that we drop is our physical body, and the rest of us stays exactly the same. We can change our looks, whatever. But the idea is, is that there are a lot of negative people out there. There are also a lot of negative spirits out there. They like to come close to us and amplify our negative feelings, and we don't know it. We can't see them. So essentially, something will come close to us, much like a shark underneath the water, and radiate anger and hatred and jealousies and any kind of emotion that they think will be able to reach us, kind of like a road rage, and get people to do things that they would not normally do. And so they're able to do that. So there's many more negative spirits out there. Uh, They're really afraid to move on and look at their character defects. And so they end up hanging around the physical realm. They're not physical. Mm -hmm. We can't see them. But they're very close, sort of like a frequency, uh, to the physical realm. And they can actually transmit vibrational content from one spirit to a living being. A demonic spirit can knock you on your, you know what? Essentially, they're that powerful that they generate such powerful energies that they can even telepathically and telekinetically move us and even knock things over, crosses off the of walls, pictures, knock people over, scratch, bite. Hmm. They're very dangerous. But we have to worry about negative spirits more and also negative emotional energies, which is a great part of my business, which means that everybody gives off both positive and negative emotional energies. If we don't clean the negative emotional energies out of our uh, living environments, working environments, and also our personal energy fields that can clog us up and make us feel angry and depressed and that can lead to trouble if we don't keep ourselves clean.
2: Wow. One quick question, Jeffrey. We've got about uh, 45 seconds before we have to say so long. Is it possible for a person like you with your gifts, your talents, your expertise to change a negative into a positive when it comes to spirits?
3: I used to try very hard, Rob, to be a spirit psychologist about 22 years ago when I first started out professionally. Mm -hmm. What I found was was that they don't listen any more than somebody who breaks in your door and you try to talk them out of stealing your stereo. A criminal is a criminal. And so I spend the time helping the family or the person or the business because they need another spirit to teach them right from wrong. They're they're not going to listen to me. It takes up too much time. I don't have a chance to clear the environment and get every all the bad things out of there then.
2: Jeffrey, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to the next time you join us back here in the Exxon. Until then, take care and be safe.
3: Rob, thank you so much for having me on the show.
2: It sure has been my great pleasure. Exo Nation Jeffrey Seelman has been my guest this hour, www.starclear.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the hour. Don't go away.